Hey y'all, today is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be what? Glad in it. Comment down below if you finished that scripture with me. So my name is Shantavia Johnson, but you can call me Shay, and I am your host of Obedience Podcast. Here at Obedience Podcast, our mission is to simply obey. Obey is an acronym that stands for O, being obedient to God, B, believing in God's word, E, evolving through Christ Jesus, and Y, yielding to Holy Spirit. So if you think that you'll be interested in our content, if you're watching on YouTube, be sure to hit that subscribe button down below and hit that bell notification so you're notified every single time we upload. And if you're watching on any of our podcasts and platforms, be sure to hit that follow button so you know every single time a new episode is released. For all of our returning subscribers and listeners, welcome back. Let's go ahead and jump into this episode. Welcome to Season 4, Episode 15 of Obedience Podcast. It's such an honor to have you here because you could have been anywhere in the world, but you chose to be here with me, and I really appreciate that. So before we even get started, I have to invite my calls in to the room, Holy Spirit. So let's take a moment and bow our heads. So Father God, I want to thank you for allowing me to get on this platform another Monday morning. I thank you so much for the word that you have given me. I thank you for all the viewers and listeners that are out there right now. I pray right now, Lord, that everyone's hearts and minds and ears are open to know that you are God and they learn how they can grow their faith and personal relationship with you through this episode. I thank you so much for getting me through this. It has been so tough and you know lord but without you i couldn't have made it through and during this episode i just pray that you enter into me i pray away any technical difficulties i pray away any random loud noises and i ask for more of you and less of me in jesus name i pray amen all right so now that i've welcomed my co-host into the room let's go ahead and jump into the hollow portion of the episode So remember, if you do want to submit your own personal hollow moments to the podcast, you can send those to us on either our Instagram page, Facebook Messenger, or at our email address, obediencepodcast at gmail.com. I'll be sure that all of the information is on the screen. And if you submit those, you do have the chance to be featured on the episode so everyone can see the good works that God has done in your life or everyone can join in prayer with you in an area that you need in your life. And remember, if you do want to be kept anonymous, you can let me know and I will be sure to just be praying for you in private. So I did get two submissions for highs this week. I want to thank you ladies so much for participating in this. It absolutely means the world to me that you share your gratefulness with me. And I am so grateful for what God is doing in your lives. And I'm so excited for both of you ladies. So the first one comes from 1981 Sub Beautifulness. I hope that I'm saying that right. But I do know that that's my girl Shamiko. She has been a guest on the show. Definitely tune into the episodes that we've done with her. But her high for this week is that she received her first speaking engagement at a youth girl conference that is absolutely amazing and i am so excited for you like i said i know that you're going to do amazing i told you in the comment that you're going to do amazing and just go up there with the power of god working in you and he will give you everything that you need during that speaking engagement and i just pray that those girls are touched 
through your mighty, mighty motivation because you are such a great motivation and encouragement to our youth. And I thank you for what you're doing. Okay, so next is a submission from Yasmin Williams-Woods. Y'all know I talk about her all the time on this show. If you don't, please be sure to follow her on YouTube. She has an amazing, inspirational YouTube channel. But she had a high this week, and her high is that God has been manifesting every single one of her heart's desires. And things that she's been waiting on are coming to pass. Whew, that is so good when you see the faithfulness of God when he shows you things that you completely forgot about and you're like, wait, I prayed for this years ago. So I am so happy that God is showing himself in your life and you deserve it. You are so faithful to him. You're so encouraging to everyone with his word and letting everyone know who he is. So you absolutely deserve it. And I cannot wait to see more and more of what he does in your life. And Yasmin also submitted a low for this week. So y'all definitely be in prayer with her as her irritation level has been quite low. And I commented and let her know, girl, I can definitely relate. Because when I am stressed out, my irritability level is like this. So I'll definitely be keeping you in my prayers. Keep me in yours too, girl. <laughs> All right, so thank you ladies again for submitting your highs and lows. I really, really do appreciate it. I cannot thank you enough, but I'm going to go ahead and get into my highs and lows for the week. So my high for this week is going to be that I am here sitting recording this podcast, y'all. It has been a tough week for me. I am filming this on April 16th, Saturday, and the episode goes up Monday the 18th, so... I am really pushing it, and it's Easter weekend. We have a family day going on today, later on, and then I've had to do my taxes this week. I had to prepare for the deep dive video, so it was just a bunch of things that was really preventing me from writing this episode out and really sitting down and figuring out what I wanted to say completely. So I did not get a chance to actually do that until 11 o'clock last night when I got home. So I just thank God that I was able to finally sit down and do what I needed to do to get this episode out last night. And I literally drank a cup of coffee at 10 o'clock last night so I can get this for y'all. And I woke up at 7 o'clock this morning so I could film before everybody got to my house for family day. So I just thank God for sitting here right now. And I also want to thank God for my family. I have an absolutely amazing family. Like I said, we're going to have family day today. And I just want to thank God because a lot of families can't sit down and actually get along with one another like my family can. And I am really grateful for that. And I also have another high. Thank you so much. You know who you are. I had an unexpected seed sown into the ministry and it came at the perfect time. I literally... Got a notification in my email that the card declined for one of our programs that we use here at the podcast. And I took some money out of my savings and I was like, Lord, you told me not to beg my family. So I'm being obedient. Show me what you can do. And literally that same night, a family friend sold into my ministry unexpectedly, didn't even ask. And it's just so comforting to see what God will do. And he shows up right on time, you know. So thank you for that. Thank you, God. And thank you, girl, for being obedient. Because I'm pretty sure God laid that on your heart to sow into the ministry. So I thank you so much. 
So, I think that my low for this week is going to be, I just feel like I'm drowning, y'all. I feel like I'm trying to catch up and I am just forever running and not getting close to the finish line. But I think that I'll be able to catch up this upcoming week. Y'all keep me in your prayers. I have a off day next week. I actually have plans to go to the beach, but hopefully I can get some work done on the beach that will allow me to catch up with the things of the podcast. And then I'll be filming an episode ahead a week instead of filming the Saturday before the episode. It was always my plan to be like two episodes ahead, but you know, things don't always work how we think they're going to work. Okay. We have to allow God room. Just pray that I'm able to get above water with everything that needs to be done. I think that's all the lows that I'm going to give for this week. But remember, if you do want to submit your own high and lows to the podcast, that you can do so at our Instagram page, Facebook Messenger, or our email address. I'll be sure to put all of those on the screen for you. But we're going to go ahead and jump into the word for this week. Now, I must say for the line, be still and know that I am God to be so simple, it packs a powerful, powerful punch. So we've already covered the first portion of the scripture where it says, be still. And I broke down three different types of stillness, the stillness of not moving in haste, the stillness of sitting at God's feet, and the stillness of actually resting. So now we'll finally be getting into the second portion of Psalms 46 and 10, where it says, And know that I am God, which, yes, deserved its own entire episode. Now, what I want y'all to do is I want y'all to sit for a minute and think on this question. Who do you know that God is to you? To you now, not your papa, not your mama, not your grandma, who God is to you. Who do you know God to be to you? And that question is the question that we'll be diving in today during this episode. Today, we're going to talk about the importance of knowing who God is for yourself. And I'll be sharing the evolution of Jacob's faith journey and building a personal relationship with God. And yes, we're talking about the Jacob that became the father of the Israelites who Jesus descended from. Yes, that Jacob, because Jacob did not always have the type of faith that was talked about in the famous living by faith chapter of Hebrews 11. Jacob wasn't always that faithful person. He had an evolution and growth to become the faithful man that we know of the father of the Israelites. And this is true for everyone, for yourselves or the people that you know in your lives who has like the strongest faith ever, like Your faith wasn't always at the level that it's at now. And the people that you know that has that high faith level, it wasn't always at that point in their life either. Everyone has an evolution and a journey to become as faithful as they are. And for me, that person in my life who I was just like, oh my gosh, they have the strongest faith that I know. Nothing can waver. They've always been a Christian their entire life. They never sinned. That person was my grandma. Because by the time that I was alive, she had gone through so much in her faith journey that it was solid by the time I was a little girl. So that's all I ever saw. But as I've grown up and heard more stories of her testimonies, I've realized that 
okay, my grandma didn't always have this strong faith. It definitely was an evolution. And that held true for Jacob as well, which was his grandparent, his granddad, the famous father Abraham. Y'all don't get me to singing. But Abraham had a very strong faith, but his faith was also an evolution too. So Abraham's faith was so strong that he was about to sacrifice his son Isaac because God told him to. Now, if Jacob only knew that story, I can imagine him saying like, oh, yes, my granddad was a man of faith. He was so perfect. He did everything right. But I'm pretty sure Jacob knew about his uncle Ishmael. And we have to remember Ishmael was that false promise that Isaac and Sarah tried to make because they were impatient and losing faith in God. So there were times that Abraham fell short, too. So everyone has a faith journey. So wherever you are right now, don't. Think of it as, oh, I feel bad because my faith isn't as strong as this person. My faith isn't as strong as that person. Everybody has a faith journey. The importance is that you keep moving in your journey to make it to every single step to become like the super faithful person of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That's what we want to get to. We want to continually hunger to get to know God and get to know him deeper. So in the evolution of Jacob's faith journey and relationship with God, I am going to share three stages in his life. And of course, pair it with stories shared in the Bible. So the first stage I'm going to talk about is his faithless stage. Second is going to be his developing stage. And then third is going to be his encounter stage. So we are going to start in Genesis chapter 27. So let's turn our Bibles there. So Jacob's faith and relationship with God actually starts where a lot of our faith and relationships with God start, and that's vicariously through someone else. Jacob's parents, Isaac and Rebecca, had personal relationships with God, and he saw these relationships as he grew up. And just some facts behind how faithful his parents were, Isaac, while many people miss this, Isaac actually allowed his father to almost sacrifice him. I watched an amazing sermon that made me realize this. And we have to remember, Isaac was a little older when this happened. And he walked with his father and he knew that there was not a ram anywhere. And he allowed his father to put him up on the altar to almost be sacrificed. So it took a lot to do that as well. I'll be sure to include that sermon in the show notes. And then Jacob's mother, Rebecca, she actually heard from the Lord personally after the birth of Jacob and his twin brother Esau. She heard from him personally. God spoke to her. The Lord told Rebecca, two nations are in your womb. Two people will come from you and be separated. One people will be stronger than the other and the older will serve the younger. So Rebecca already knew the plan that God had for her son's lives. So she was hearing directly from God. So she had to have a personal relationship with him. So we see the background of Jacob's parents' faith. So picking up in Genesis chapter 27, we have Isaac, who is at this point old, blind, and near deaf, y'all. And he's trying to give the birthright to his older son, Esau, who, like I mentioned, is Jacob's twin brother. And Esau is the oldest. He actually came out first. And in verse 6, we actually see Rebekah tell Jacob to pretend to be Esau so he can obtain the birthright and steal it from his brother. And Jacob actually listened to his mother, y'all. 
He trusted his mom and he didn't consult with God on this plan at all. Even though he knew God, he still trusted the plan that his mama had for his life. And what I want to mention too, as Jacob was going through the process to steal his brother's birthright, Jacob had three opportunities to change his mind and do the right thing. So in Genesis 27, 20, Isaac says, how did you ever find it so quickly, my son? Isaac is even doubting because Isaac knows, like, I just sent Esau out. Like, how is he back already? Jacob had the opportunity then to be like, let me not do this. And then the next verse 21, Isaac says, please come closer so I can touch you, my son. Are you really my son Esau or not? That's the second time when Isaac was just like, um. And Jacob had the opportunity to be like, let me not do this. And then the third time in verse 24, Isaac asked, are you really my son Esau? So Isaac was blind, but he knew something was off. And he gave Jacob three times to retreat and forget the plan. But Jacob kept on with the plan because his mama told him, to take this birthright. And I'm not putting all the blame on Rebecca at all because it's not all her fault. But she did encourage Jacob to do this. And Jacob only knew God from the perspective of his parents. And so he's looking at it as if, okay, well, my mama said that I should do this. She's a woman of faith. This must be right. And he trusted his mom And so he didn't consult with God in that decision because he had so much trust for his mom and his mama told him to move. So he moved. As a baby Christian, it is so easy for us to trust our parents. I know it was for me. If my mama said do something, I would do it because I was leaning on her and trusting in her since a baby. So if she tells me to do something, I didn't think at the time, let me consult with God and see if this is right. I just was like, okay, got to do it, you know. And to bring a personal example up into it, an example that I thought about while I was writing this episode, it brought to my remembrance when I got baptized for the first time. I was a little girl. I was probably 10 or 11. And my mama told me that I needed to start serving in the church. Now, the rule in my church was if you wanted to serve, you had to be baptized. And I was not baptized. So I had to get baptized in order to serve. And don't get me wrong, I believed in God. I've been in church since I was in her stomach. So I trusted that it was the right decision, not because I was making this outer declaration of the interchange that happened in me. It was because my mama told me that I needed to serve, so I needed to get baptized. So I was doing what my mama said. It's not a bad thing that I got baptized, but my heart posture wasn't in the right place when I got baptized. And that makes a huge difference. I was completely faithless when I got baptized. I was just doing what my mama told me to do. But if you look at me now, I have all the faith in the world and I'm on this podcast teaching y'all the Bible. So it's not that my mama advised me incorrectly. It's just at the time, my faith wasn't in God. It was in her. But the introduction of him into my life was so essential to my growing up, just like it was for Jacob as he got older. So the moral of this stage in Jacob's life that I'm trying to convey to y'all is that God can work inside of you. Even if you're at that faithless part and you just know of God, 
He still can do works within you to transform and change you. And you shouldn't feel bad about not having such a strong faith as the next person because God is still working in you continuously. So instead of being jealous of someone else's faith, look at it as I want to obtain the type of faith that they have. Let me see what God can do for my life. You know, look at it like that. And if we keep reading on to Genesis chapter 28, we'll actually see where God introduces himself personally to Jacob when he has his first personal encounter with God and begins to develop a personal relationship and begins to develop this strong faith with God. So let's turn over to Genesis chapter 28. So at this point, Jacob has stolen his brother's Esau birthright blessing and Esau is very upset with Jacob. He actually wants to kill him. And when their mother, Rebecca, finds this out, she tells Jacob that he needs to leave town and go and stay with her brother Laban, who stays a while away until Esau comes down. So now we have Jacob on the road traveling for the first time by himself because of the choice that he decided to make. He's on the road to his uncle Laban's house by himself for the first time in his life. So you can imagine how afraid he must have been. Like everything he'd known had been taken away from him and he was out on his own. He had to figure out which path he was going to take. He had to figure out how he was going to make money. He had to defend himself by himself because he didn't have anybody with him. He didn't have a partner. and He didn't have the protection of his father. He was literally out on his own. So he thought. So night falls and Jacob decides to set up camp in this unfamiliar place. He doesn't have any money, so it's not like he can go check into a hotel. They had hotels at the time. And it's not like he knew anybody on the road that he was going on. So it's not like he could just stay at somebody's house. He just had to set up camp somewhere unusual with some rocks, lay his head and go to sleep. So after Jacob falls asleep, he begins to dream. And he has this dream of the stairs stretching to the top of the sky. And he sees angels coming up and down the staircase. Then he looks to the right of him and he realizes that God is standing to the right of him. And then God tells him in Genesis chapter 28 verse 13, he says, I am the Lord, the God of your father Abraham and the God of Isaac. And then God goes on to say in verse 15, look. I am with you and will watch over you wherever you go. I will bring you back to this land for I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. So God came directly to Jacob in a dream when he needed him the most. I'll never forget when God came directly to me when I needed him the most. At that point, when God came to me when I needed him the most, my faith journey was forever changed. And so was Jacob's journey at this point in time. When Jacob awoke from his dream, he said to himself in verse 16, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I did not know. Y'all, that I did not know part almost took me out. Because God was with him the entire time, but he did not know. And that is so true for many of us in that faithless journey We are so faithless and we're just going through life all willy-nilly doing dangerous things and God is protecting us. And we never even realized that he was with us. I can remember vividly 
being on Bourbon Street and I got so drunk and I woke up the next day and I could not remember how I got back to that hotel. It was only by the grace of God. I can remember when I was out on the road traveling by myself for work. I was on a shift where I had to leave for the hospital at 11 p.m. at night on this dark two-way lane in the middle of some Florida woods driving 30 minutes at 11 p.m. every single night by myself. But God was watching over me. I didn't get a deer. I didn't get a flat tire. I didn't get somebody scary riding up on the side of me. Like, this world is crazy. Anything could have happened. But God was watching over me. So many of us, when we were out there in that world, we had experiences where God was with us. And we didn't even know. We didn't realize he was with us until that moment where we really, really needed him. And this is what Jacob is going through right now. He's known God, but he hasn't had faith in God. And so now he's out on his own and he needs somebody because he has nobody. And that's when God is like, I've been here this whole time. And in this moment, Jacob is realizing that God has been here the entire time. Ain't that so good, y'all? So the moral of this stage in Jacob's life is that God will show up for you when you need him the most. And your faith is going to grow in that moment. Because you see him now. You finally recognize that he's there with you. Now, if we turn to Genesis chapter 32, verses 24 through 32, we'll see where Jacob's faith and relationship with God goes to the highest level. And his name actually changes from Jacob to Israel. So let's turn to Genesis chapter 32, starting at verse 24. Where we're at now is many, many, many years from when Jacob had the dream of the staircase to heaven. In this moment, Jacob is married with two wives and he has many, many, many kids. I break all the kids down in a previous makeup and ministry video I did. So I'll be sure to include those in the show notes as well if you want to go and check that out. But now Jacob has his massive family and they are headed back to his hometown. Canaan that he left many many years ago now remember when Jacob left initially his brother Esau was very upset with him and wanted to kill him and Jacob on his journey back home he is not sure the status of his brother's feelings he doesn't know if he's still upset or if he's forgiven him but Jacob has to go back home So what we're picking up now in the story is the night before Jacob is to actually meet with his brother Esau for the very first time. And I can imagine like Jacob was terrified. He's like, not only is my life in jeopardy, I now have these wives and all these kids. Like, I don't want their lives to be in jeopardy either. He has more on the line than he had when he initially left home. So when nightfall hits, I'm pretty sure Jacob couldn't sleep because he was so nervous And Jacob probably takes a walk. He's alone walking through the woods. And this man comes up to Jacob and begins to wrestle with him. And they actually wrestle into the next morning. So Jacob and this man are literally wrestling the entire night. And Jacob is holding his own in this battle, y'all. So when it's about to be daytime, the man is tired of fighting. And he hits Jacob's hip which dislocates it out of socket and 
After this, the man tries to leave, but Jacob is like, no, 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 no. We are not going to leave until you bless me. Now, if y'all haven't figured out, this man was actually God. Yes, God on earth. This man is actually God. And this isn't actually a physical fight. It's more of a spiritual fight. And I'll leave a YouTube video in the show notes where you can learn more on this wrestling that Jacob had with God. But this physical encounter with God is so important in Jacob's faith journey and relationship with God. Jacob had been face to face with God and wrestled with him for an entire night. And God actually gave him a new name after that encounter. And his new name, Israel, actually means he struggled with God. So after God left his sight, Jacob did realize that he had an encounter with God. Like he didn't bypass this experience. He knew what had happened in this moment. And in verse 30, Jacob says, For I have seen God face to face, yet my life has been spared. So he knew the importance of this encounter. So after this encounter... It's morning time, so Jacob has to meet with his brother Esau. So when they meet up, to Jacob's complete surprise, Esau is elated to see him. He runs up to him and hugs him and is like, my brother, my brother, I miss you so much. So whatever anger Esau had in his heart is completely gone. And Jacob knows that it's gone because God changed Esau's heart posture. Because like God promised Jacob, Many, many years ago in Genesis 28, 15, he was going to bring him home. And in order for him to bring him home, Esau had to be happy to see him again. And God made that possible. So Jacob is seeing God's promises fulfilled in his life. He has his family intact and he has many possessions as well. And he's no longer at this faithless stage and he's no longer developing a relationship with God He's actually encountering God on a personal level, literally face to face with God. And no one, nobody in the world can tell Jacob any different of who God is to him. And the reason I say this is because of Genesis chapter 33, verse 20. When I read this verse, y'all, in my study time, I had to sit up and I was just stuck in awe of the realization of what Jacob said. So in Genesis 33, Jacob has just purchased a plot of land in Canaan, which is his hometown. And he sets up an altar in that land. And he calls the altar God, the God of Israel. Now, I remember what God named him, right? God changed his name from Jacob to Israel. So Jacob set up an altar and called it God of Israel, he was saying God was his God. He was no longer the God of Abraham to him or the God of Isaac to him. He was the God of Israel. He knew God on a personal level at this point. He didn't say, oh, God of my grandfather, God of my father, God of my mother. No, this is my God, my personal God. Y'all know we all were like, my God. Because we know what God did for us individually. Now, Jacob had experienced God for himself. And no one could tell him any different about who God was or what God meant to him. 
This is the stage where Jacob's life is forever changed. After that encounter where he saw God face to face and his name was changed, that's when his faith level jumped. And then he became the father of Israel that we all know with a strong faith. Now, I want to bring back up my baptism example that I gave in the faithless portion of this episode. I want to bring that example full circle in this moment. So, like I mentioned, when I was like 10 or 11, I got baptized because my mama told me to. So, in 2019, I actually started my developing relationship with God. I was starting to read God's word and I was starting to see God for myself and I was starting to experience him for myself in my life and I knew who God was fully and I had developed my own individual faith in God and my faith was no longer dependent on someone else so in 2020 when I was presented with the opportunity I decided to get rebaptized because I knew that the first time I got rebaptized it wasn't based on my relationship with God It was based on my mom's relationship with God. So when I knew God for myself, I decided to make the outward expression of the inner change that had truly happened in my life. And I proclaimed that he was my God and I was his forever. Just like Jacob did when he said, this altar is God of Israel. I am his. He is mine. And this stage in Jacob's life is what we all need to experience. That personal, truly intimate relationship with God where you truly know who God is and no one can tell you anything different. So yeah, you can complete the first part of Psalm 46 and be still, but it would be absolutely counterproductive without the second part of that verse. You have to know who God is to you. Not to your mama, not to your cousin, not to your auntie, to you. We need the second part of that verse. So I challenge you this week to journal who God is to you and then pray and ask God to reveal more of who he is to you. And remember, this challenge isn't for me or this challenge isn't just for you to say, yeah, yeah, I did it. This challenge is for you and your developing relationship with God. So take it serious, y'all. So before ending this episode, I have two questions I want to ask you. What was your key takeaway from this episode? And did you learn anything new? If you're watching on YouTube, please comment down below in the comment section. And if you're watching on Spotify, comment in the Q&A section. I want to hear what y'all have to say. Y'all know this is a community and y'all's comments matter. And I truly pray that I got over my point of why it's so important to truly know who God is for yourself. And I pray that you're going to go through the journey of developing a closer faith and a closer relationship with God. I am with you at all times. Now, before I end this episode and go into the announcements, I do want to provide you all out there who's never had a chance to proclaim Jesus as your Lord and Savior, an opportunity to become reborn. Now, I say reborn because John 3 and 3 says, Truly I tell you, unless someone is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And to become reborn is to simply accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. So, through Jesus, we are all offered the opportunity to have a personal relationship with God. And in this episode, I talked about knowing God personally for yourself. 
So before you can even do that, you have to accept Jesus as your Savior because he allows us to direct access to God. So if you've never accepted Jesus as your Savior and you want to do so, right now is the perfect opportunity to. All you have to do is repeat this very short prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I know without you, I am lost. Today, I make the decision to make you the Lord of my life. Thank you for forgiving and delivering me from sin. I give you the throne of my heart to lead and guide me in the way that I should go. In Jesus' name, amen. And just like that, just that simple, you are now a part of the Union of Christ. And we are so excited to have you a part of the family. Congratulations. I'm so excited for you. Now, if you did repeat that out to me, the first essential step that you want to take is to connect with a Bible teaching church. I always leave my church's live stream link in the description box below. We go live at 830 a.m. and 1030 a.m. Central Standard Time. And the second essential step is to purchase our reborn workbook that link is down below in the description box that workbook is going to be a great tool to assist you through this new stage of your life and it's also a great tool for any believers out there who just want to refresh it's also a great tool for you as well so i definitely encourage you all to purchase that all right so that's all that i have for you guys today i want to thank y'all so much for tuning into this episode if you're watching the premiere on youtube i want to thank you so much and give you a special shout out if you happen to be watching the replay, comment down below, hashtag replay, so I can give you a special shout out in the comment section. And if you are listening on any of the podcasting platforms, please leave a review so I can know who you are. And I also want to thank y'all as well for listening. Those reviews does help us go a long way. So definitely leave us a review in the podcast world. And then don't forget to share this episode with five of your friends. We have to spread the word of the importance of knowing God for yourself. So go ahead and share this video with five of your friends. And if you are watching on YouTube, be sure to hit that like button. Be sure that you are subscribed. I am on the road to 900 when I am filming this. I have this many subscribers. I'll put it on the screen. And I am just like a few away from 900. So definitely tell a friend to tell a friend to tell another friend to go and subscribe so we can get this channel to a thousand subscribers. We have a big guide, so I know that it is possible. And then after you subscribe, be sure to hit that bell notification and then turn the notification from personalized to all so you're notified every single time we upload. If you do have any prayer requests, be sure to send those to us at obediencepodcast at gmail.com. And we will always be in agreement with you. And then do not forget to follow us on all of our social media accounts. I'll be sure to put them on the screen for you. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and get up out of here. Y'all get y'all hearts and minds in agreement for next week. I can tell you right now, next week is going to be a very hot episode. Just to give y'all a little sneak peek, the name of the episode will be called Sis, I Backslid. So yes, we're going to be definitely getting a little personal next week. So y'all definitely get your hearts and minds in agreement for that. But I am going to go ahead and get up out of here. I pray that this video found you blessed and I pray that it left you even more blessed. But in the meantime, in between time, as always, be obedient and I'll see y'all next time. Bye.